joins us now, Five Minute Bit. I'm Ralph Seymour, physician assistant in emergency medicine and critical care. Today, we are going to be talking about the bloody emergency. This is the tracheonominate fistula. Now, if you don't know what a tracheonominate fistula is, I'm going to tell you. What it is, is a communication of a major artery that communicates to the trachea after an operation for a tracheostomy. Patients that have to be ventilated for prolonged periods of time with endotracheal intubation have to be then bridged to a tracheostomy in most cases. And one of the one of the uh, sequela of this procedure is a tracheonominate fistula. Now, this is exceedingly rare. It's less than 1%, and it's somewhat of a delayed complication, meaning that it doesn't usually happen right away. It, it usually happens within three weeks, but it could happen after that, and it could happen uh, way before that. But knowing how to deal with this emergency is key because everybody in the room is going to be nervous. It's going to be a pulsatile, life-threatening exsanguination that you will need to sort of grab the bull by its horns and take care of it because those that don't get the proper treatment and end up in the operating room have near 100% mortality. And this goes for the paramedics as well in the field. To understand what this complication is and to understand the steps that one should take in order to stop the bleeding is really going to be the difference between saving somebody's life and somebody passing away. So I want to stress that point. Now, tracheonominate fistula needs to be dealt with in the uh, in the following steps. Now, what you'll the story will usually be a patient that recently got a trach, maybe a couple, three weeks ago, and the nurse will usually call you, or you'll have a report of a uh, bleed that kind of resolved on its own uh, around the tracheostomy. Now, uh, that's called the sentinel bleed, and it's one of the things that's associated as a warning sign of this emergency. The next thing that often happens is there is pulsatile blood either coming up through the tracheostomy tube or coming from around the tracheostomy tube through the stoma and then kind of saturating blood through the stoma around the patient's uh, tracheostomy. Now, what you need to do first when uh, faced with this emergency is you have to have the wherewithal to go ahead and hyperinflate the cuff, okay? Now, most of these cuffs are going to have, a, most of the, excuse me, most of these uh, tracheostomy tubes are going to have a cuff on them. So putting more air in than you think you should have to, overinflation, okay, with 30 uh, milliliters of air sometimes will help tampen on off that fistula, that communication between the anterior trachea and the brachiocephalic artery. Okay, that's the step number one. Now, most cases will get hemostasis from that action alone. So you, you, you can uh, you know, rest assured that if you do this correctly, most of the time you are going to get hemostasis. The next thing that if that is unsuccessful or the patient happens to have an uncuffed tube in situ, the next thing is to intubate the patient from above, meaning perform orotracheal intubation. Now, you remove the tracheostomy tube and you place your gloved finger 
into the tracheostomy and into the tracheostomy space, the pretracheal space, okay? Not in the trachea, in the pretracheal space, okay? Now, where your finger is going to end up is at the posterior aspect of the sternum, the manubrium, okay? And you're going to feel for that that bleed uh, because the brachiocephalic artery should be right there. If you can finger tamponade that bleed, right there. You ain't going to be going anywhere until the surgeon comes in to perform a sternotomy, but that could be life-saving. The next thing you can do once you have hemostasis is order blood products because the patient is going to need massive transfusion and resuscitation at that point. TXA certainly can be um, considered at that time. And the, the main thing before you do any of this is calling for help, having somebody call for help. You may not be able to, but you need to have somebody call for help because you're going to need help. This patient, in order to get definitive care, needs a sternotomy. I don't know who would do that at your particular institution. It probably wouldn't be an ENT doc, but it may be a general surgeon, and it may be a cardiovascular surgeon, cardiothoracic surgeon, because they have to isolate that brachiocephalic artery and repair that fistula. Um, and that's the only definitive therapy that I'm aware of. So this is basically how you deal with this. I mean, the overinflation of the cuff is going to work most times. Uh, digital uh, compression of the brachiocephalic artery and the pretracheal space is the second thing. And then uh, third is, is certainly going to be the resuscitation and transfer to the operating room. I am Ralph Seymour, and this is Resus Now.